This says there was a Beetlejuice 2 in 2014. What? No. That... IMBD. Maybe that's what But it was, it was a short. It was like a, it was like a joke. Oh, uh, okay. We'll just strike that from the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because I love Beetlejuice, and I would love to see a sequel, and I've heard rumors, but mm. Michael Keaton doesn't do sequels. So that's why they haven't done it. Except for Batman Returns, that's what I said, Jeff. <laughs> that's why he never does sequels. Because but Batman Returns was arguably the better of the old Batman movies. No, not at all. No? No. You don't like you don't The, the so. vomiting of the Penguin was just disgusting the whole time. Well, yeah, but that's just Danny DeVito more than anything. <laughs> no, that was awesome. No, like, the original Batman with him and technical son is kind of amazing, but I, I argue that Batman Begins is the best Batman. Hello and welcome to A Vague Idea. This is a comedy game show podcast hosted by me, Nate Regolia. Each week, I subject my guests to a list of topics to find out if they have a vague idea about them or if they just want to pass. This week, we're going to be talking about nerd stuff. And with me, as always, is Shannon Page. Shannon, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, John's not here, so I'll comment on your shirt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's a you nice wanna... shirt. Oh, okay. You want it's you were pigeons. gonna give? Yeah, it's got pigeons on it. Yep, it's but my blue pigeon shirt. pigeons. Well, yeah, lots of pigeons are blue. Pigeons are actually the most uh, versatile or dynamically uh, colored animal in all of the. It's because they're vermin. They just they they but they come up in all different ways. I had and I had pigeons. Vermin. They're just colorful. No, dogs. they're totally vermin. I had pigeons living in the eaves of a house, and I had to have somebody like come in and pull them out. And like, and like he pulled it out and it was this big fat thing and it just sat there and he was like, well, I'm not going to feed you. And so it hopped down to the ground and I had never seen this cat before, but this feral cat comes out of nowhere and like is meow, meow. And the pigeon goes underneath a car, meow, meow. And then we hear the, we just hear on the other side of the car, meow, meow. And then the cat ate the entire pigeon. There was not a single feather or bone left. The cat ate all of the pigeon. <laughs> I was in Not suspense the there pig. about the way you described that pigeon, whether it ate the cat. That's a now. Stephen King story. There you go. <laughs> the uh, the anti-pidgeite to my left here is, is Jeff Wolf. He's back on the show. Jeff is a playwright, a digital marketer, and, and I would say a nerd. Yeah, proud of it. Great. Welcome back. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. All right. Uh, that was late. I'm so excited <laughs> to be here. <laughs> See, now you're trying too hard. Right, okay. But that's okay. Trying too hard is nerdy. And uh, it, have you us... mentioned that this is a nerd episode, or is the audience hey, this is a nerd episode? A nerd. <laughs> no, I said I said nerd stuff like right off the top. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm pretty that. sure. <laughs> if I didn't, Jeff, you're a nerd, but I'm a nerd too. This yeah. isn't like it's not. This is it's like a red badge of courage. Thing but I feel like me. nerds run the world now. Like the, yeah. I mean, like but Creep, nerds are the creeper cool. jerk nerds run the world. <laughs> no, I mean like let's talk <laughs> about this. Sorry, not let's sorry. talk about this. Like Bill Gates it used to be a creeper jerk nerd, but now he's trying to like make poop water drinkable for India. So does that make him a jerk nerd? Kind of still though, yeah, because he he sort of tipped the entire computer marketplace in his favor for twenty something years, and then using the spoils of war is deciding to make. Tiny incremental nice Game of Thrones reference. Of the world. Yeah, the Iron Throne is inside us all. Yeah, <laughs> it was my Facebook post from earlier this week. <laughs> what uh, if the Iron Throne was inside all of us all along? That was, that was funny. Yeah, I have surprisingly wow. limited Game of Thrones knowledge too. That's why this is going to be fun. Oh, uh, uh, we have two special guests today. Uh, I'm not special. You're special. Uh, yeah, but, but you've been here before. Oh, I see. You're special, but we're used to you. Uh, <laughs> we're special and new. Aww. Yes. 
Yes, like thank a shiny you. Penny. So uh, they, they have written bios for each other because they are a romantically linked couple. So this is going to be adorable. Uh, so first we're going to talk about Jeremy Mast. Uh, and one thing you might not know about Jeremy is that he has four black belts. One thing you and would really know, cool tattoos. You can't see that, though. Oh, see, not, that wasn't included, but it's true. <laughs> yeah. uh, one thing you would know if you saw him is that he could be a hair model. And yeah, I agree. I like it. I like it. Um, he also owns one of the oldest dogs in the world. Mm-hmm. Jeremy enjoys walks on the beach, a good old-fashioned, and looking at pictures of kittens on Pinterest. Jeremy, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> how much of that is actually most true? Most of that's accurate. It's yeah. 100%. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Great. I'm not sure about the hair model thing. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, I, it's really nice hair. Yeah. It's been a lot of time before I walked in here today. Well, that's good. And, uh, and, and to his left is <laughs> Lindsay Morehouse, and this is what Jeremy wrote about you, Lindsay. I feel like this is kind of like uh, the dating game, or what's, what's the other one? What's had, the... Uh, I don't know, but she has to guess what I wrote about. Yeah, you. yeah, it's that, that, whole, that whole thing. Um, so, that's Lindsay with an A. There happens to be a nameless birthday cake baker with that as an epitaph at a nearby cemetery. Lindsay is also an attractive smarty pants scientist. I think we can all agree. Although, I mean, you don't have a beaker or a lab coat, so I can't get from the scientist. scientist. <laughs> okay. Uh, a cat lover, a dog tolerator, an amateur cross stitcher of profanity, and professional like landscape artist. Aww. What science? Sort of what, what type of scientist? Well, like research science. Um, so I don't do like bench science with beakers, et cetera. But what but, do you research? Um, I, well, I guess, like, I don't do the research. I do all the quality control around the research. So I sort of, like, help make it go somewhere. Are you not allowed to tell me the topic? It, do you work for the CIA? Is I don't work all? for the CIA. Um, no, I work for a large company that, like, contracts with, like, pharmaceutical companies big doing pharma. research. No, oh, yeah. I work, yeah, at Junkleaf for Big Pharma. You're with them. I am with them. No, that's okay. <laughs> Welcome, Lindsay, to the show. Thanks. How are you? Great. <laughs> Jeff's going to go ahead and remove the, the spotlight from your face. Right, Sorry. Right. So no, he's been it's... interrogating you. Well, I just wanted to. I'm no, curious. I'm teasing. I used to be a journalist, so I asked her a lot of questions. It's okay. She gets nervous hives when. when oh, I get blotchy. Yeah. yeah. So. See your face. It's a radio show. Early. It's cool, though. <laughs> yeah, no. That's, <laughs> hey, I mean, I really feel like you should start to video record this. For, the purpose, it up on for the purpose of the podcast, we're all covered in hives right now. <laughs> So I want to, I want you to imagine a room of extraordinarily attractive just, people who are just pulsing with red masses all just over the really Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, we're doing great. Uh, so you guys are familiar with how we do the game. Mm-hmm. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to have uh, Lindsay start. Great. So you get to pick one through twelve. I will pick eleven. Number eleven. Great. So I will ask you if you have a vague idea about it. You'll say yes or no. We'll go around the circle and then we'll come back to you to say what you know or if you've passed. Okay. Got it. All right. Do you have a vague idea about N.E.R.D., the musical group, or Nerd? I've never heard of them. Okay. All right. Shannon. Pass. Okay. (laughs) Shannon. I also have to pass. You're going to pass? Yeah. Okay. I thought thought you might know. I don't. All right. Jeff. I might have a vague idea. Great. Well, hey, that's going to qualify you to speak. Jeremy. Hard pass. Hard pass. (laughs) Jeff. So are they like nerd rap? So a couple of years ago, I went to see this great rapper who was like a nerd, like it's this genre called nerd rap, where they rap, but only about like nerd things. And it was really fun. And I don't remember the name of it or the topic of the song, but I remember enjoying the crap out of it. So is it that? 
or is it something else? Um, it's not not that, but not exactly that. Oh, so I, I, I failed. Yeah, you, you're not correct. Uh, <laughs> N-E-R-D, stylized as nerd with the uh, asterisks in between, like like the way you do the title for MASH, the TV program, uh, yeah. is a backronym for No One Ever Really Dies, and it's an American hip-hop and rock band formed in Virginia Beach, Virginia in 1999 with Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo when they were signed by Teddy Riley uh, to Virgin Records as a duo called the Neptunes, and then they started producing songs, and there you go. So it's Pharrell's band from the 2000s. So there you are. Yeah. yeah. Who knew? I know. Wasn't that exciting? No one, no one in this room. Yeah. Yeah. That was, Other people knew. That's really great. Uh, Jeff, you blew it for everybody because nobody gets any points yeah, since you answered. Good. You guys could have all scored, but... Oh, if, if, if no one answers, we score? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That was new. Hey, it's your fault. You're the kid who was like, you didn't give us homework. It's, it's yeah, I'm a nerd. It's 2.30. We've established that already. Yeah. <laughs> We love you. Yeah. Uh, Shannon, you get to pick the next topic, 1 through 11. And there's um, there's nothing to be afraid of. Uh, number three. Number three. Well, great. Shannon, do you have a vague idea about the first ever black hole photograph? I have a vague idea. Great. I have a, I have more than a vague idea. Okay, Jeff, Jeff's, Jeff's betting hard. Jeremy? I have, I have a vague idea. Okay. Lindsay? Also vague. All right, Shannon, start us off. Uh, we just took the first picture of a black hole. Uh, I think it came out last week, and it looks like a big glowing donut, and a 27-year-old girl was involved in it somehow that keeps popping up in my feeds, but I haven't bothered to actually read the articles about how she was involved in it, but I guess that's kind of cool. That's what I got. Great. Good job. Jeff. I, I know so much about this. I'm so excited about it, because it's so cool. <laughs> I think the coolest thing about it is that it looks like all the movies have portrayed it would look like for years, so the, all the people in Hollywood say we were right. Um, but uh, Finally, so, a win for Hollywood. <laughs> finally. <laughs> they finally get some some credit for something. <laughs> no, uh, so they, they took it over several days, and it had to be taken, the pictures had to be taken by telescopes all over the world, really, um, to try and make this happen. And then um, the algorithm, Kate, Katie Booman, Dr. Katie Booman, mm-hmm. which is this... This girl, she led the team that created the algorithm that was able to process all the data. And it was five petabytes of data, which is an incredible amount of data. I can't even describe to you how how much that is. What is a peta in terms of like... So, so I you, think it's a pedophile. So, oh. <laughs> so you, you, you know we have we have megabyte and Sorry. gigabyte yeah, and pedo, tetrabyte. Pedo. Um, tetrabyte is... is, is after petabyte is after tetrabyte. Okay. So it's ten to the many. Yeah, I mean, like it's a huge amount of of data. I mean, like, like there was a cool thing going around. Like you could watch. I think it was like you could record all television channels on HD for three days, and it would equal about five petabytes. I mean, like it's it's just an incredible amount of data <laughs> to do like one photo. <laughs> um, and um, what and she was. I mean, there, there's that great photo of her just after she saw the, the picture the first time. And then what's really interesting is that the the sexist jerks who, who live on the internet mm-hmm. tried to make it so another person on her team 
should have really gotten credit for it because they didn't like that a woman because there's a balding man right. slumping over in the background right and, and actually it's not that guy oh it's not. it's a oh. different guy but it is a white guy mm-hmm. who they were like well, no he should have gotten credit because he did a lot of the programming and he came out and said well yeah but she led the team and developed the whole idea i mean she gave a ted talk a few years ago of this is how you would do this she <laughs> made this happen this is her and I think it would be pretty cool when she wins the Nobel Prize for Physics this year um, of I took the first picture of a black hole. And it, and it really is just a, sort of an incredible thing. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well done. Yeah. Jeremy, can you add anything to, the, to that on the black hole <laughs> like, photo? I think I can only add one thing, which is she, um, the scientist, was in high school and visited a presentation related to black holes or something along those lines. And that... that gave her the motivation and the desire to work on this specific project and that's that's kind of the rest of my knowledge is already exhausted by everyone else all right yeah Lindsay, what do you got all i knew about it in addition to what has already been said is that this would be a question on this episode yeah so i had it <laughs> i had it open um to watch the ted talk and like learn about it so that when the question was presented i could speak coherently about it and I did not. <laughs> but you predicted. But I predicted. Like so many black holes, I right? I, I don't know. That this would uh, be a question, and I did not prepare. <laughs> <laughs> well, great job. Shannon, I'm going to give you a point. Jeff, you're getting a point and a half. Oh, wow. I'm going to give Jeremy a point, and I'm going to give Lindsay a point so, and a half because you thought about whether this would be on the show or not. <laughs> so, so here's what's interesting. That. I have an ego. This game means absolutely nothing, and neither does the scoring. And I'm way too competitive for this game. Uh-huh. So last time I was, you I think I was two points on that. Yeah, I yeah. wanted. So I the wanted, fact that we have the same number. I know. Of I, I actually wanted like five points on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, like last time Shannon and I tied, and I was really bitter about it, which doesn't make any sense because you don't get anything for winning. No, no, this is arguably like there's not even really pride involved. Here. No, not really. <laughs> like almost like there's a lack of pride that I can talk this much about. I don't. I don't study black holes. Yeah. Except for my soul. Aw. <laughs> Great job, Jeff. <laughs> I'm not going to give you any extra points for your monologue, but I'd like it. <laughs> and, uh, Jeff, you're up. One which, through ten. Which one is the Star Wars one? <laughs> which, which one is the Star Wars one? It might be the one that's one. One. Okay. I'll, I'll let you do that. Well, Jeff, do you have a vague idea about the rise of Skywalker? Yes, I do. <laughs> Great. All right, Jeremy, rise of Skywalker. Vague <laughs> idea. Okay, Lindsay. It's vague. Okay, Shannon. Sure. All right, Jeff, start us off. Okay, I'm so excited to <laughs> talk about go. it. But but we should just have a conversation. Uh-huh. So I don't even know where to start because the opening of this trailer, with episode Star Wars Episode Nine, the Rise of Skywalker, which is going to be the end. Of the Star Wars saga. It's going to end the nine movie story. Theoretically. But, yeah, unless the <laughs> grosses go down for the other Star Wars movies. And then they're like, go back to Skywalker! Yeah. Um, and be like, who can we dig up? Harrison? Can we wheel Harrison in? <laughs> so, um, but I, just the beginning of the trailer, if, if you've seen it, is objectively... Has seen it? Okay, I mean, is objectively one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. Where she's cool leaping backwards over a TIE fighter to cut it in half. Right. I mean, yep. like, like I just want to see the movie just for that sequence now. I mean, like, the rest of the movie could be terrible. 
And I still think it, that is going to be just so awesome to that, see. That scene seems to be attempting to fulfill the promise that was all of the great choreography in the prequels that yeah. didn't pay off into a good story necessarily, but like great lightsaber duels in yeah, the prequels. But and not, this is like, oh, cool, we get to see something like that again. Well, and in recent tradition, it may not even make it to the movie. Right, because <laughs> that happened. I mean, like, it was actually interesting. I remember that before The Force Awakens. J.J. Abrams did this a lot, where he would show things in the trailer that wouldn't end up in the movie because it was almost like he was expanding, or it would be slightly different shots in the trailer mm-hmm. that, than the movie, and it was almost like he was like, well, I can tell a little bit of the story in the trailer because everyone's going to watch this, and then we can also tell a, a slightly different story in the movie, which mm-hmm. is kind of a fun... It's sort thing. of like this Beetlejuice 2 that came out. <laughs> that isn't Allegedly. Real. But it Allegedly. told a story that's part of the lecture. Well, I, I have now. a lot to say about Beetlejuice 2 now. <laughs> yeah. so, um, but, but the other thing I want to talk about, um, so this is supposed to be the end of the story, is so I don't know if anybody was nerdy enough to watch the Star Wars Celebration presentation of it because I did and live did you, did you watch I, 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 I listened to a podcast about it I didn't watch it so, yeah. so the best part was the best part is they rolled the trailer for the first time and um, and the at the end the, the actor who plays Emperor Palpatine because the trailer ends with Emperor Palpatine's Ian McDermott Ian McDermott comes out and the crowd is going just Bananas. bonkers and all he just says is, roll it again. And then he just leaves, <laughs> and they just roll the trailer again. And it was so, it was so, like, so he's in the movie somehow. Um, and it was, it was just, it was, I mean, it was a really great trailer. And then um, I really want to talk about the title and the color of the font that okay. they used. Okay. All right. so, so, I mean, it's the usual, it's the usual Star Wars font. Uh, yes, but it's in purple, which has never been before. True. So traditionally in Star Wars, red and blue. it is a mix of red and blue. So light and dark. And, and there's been a lot colors. of talk that, that, you know, because in the, in the last movie, Luke Skywalker declares there should be no more Jedi. Mm-hmm. And he has actually a good argument for this. Um, because if the Jedi come up, there will always be some, um, some sort of like, if, something there, if there's absolute good, there's always going to be absolute evil to balance. And so maybe maybe the the Skywalker is is the the idea that that is what is next because Rey isn't really a Jedi, she's way too emotional to be considered a Jedi. Sure. Um, and I actually secretly think Rey's last name is Solo. And she's the twin. She's the twin sister of Kylo Ren. I thought that too. And remember, I and it's still, and, and it's still. I think it's still then a legitimate they, theory. Then, so, so okay. So you're saying that, with so you're saying that somebody, yeah, again. somebody went, but they didn't headlong into the incest thing. Like, oh, heaving, sweaty chest. No, but mm. the, but you could totally look at that as non-sexual. And and remember, yes. in Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> or, or, or Luke did. and Leia like made out for a second, and they were oh, brother sure. and sister. Right. So I mean, yeah. and and like. Jamie and Cersei Lannister Tradition. just There's made that precedent. thing. That was in the old days when that kind of thing was okay. And, yeah. and, and also, like, I would, it was a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. I would put on the table that I don't know if George knew that they were brother and sister until Return of the Jedi. I think happened. it's and they don't on. they don't make out or finger each other in that movie at all. So, <laughs> so <laughs> we're well, cool. Well, but I still because because if you watch if you watch the Force, because if you watch the Force Awakens, really like there. It, it's almost like, you know, Han has this instant connection with her. Like, oh, he sure. senses. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I mean, like, I there's a lot that. there that this could be his his missing daughter <laughs> that Luke took away and maybe wiped his his parents' memory because he was so afraid that it would go bad. Um, 
But anyway, so so I think the purple font is really interesting. And then and I feel like maybe Skywalker is what they call them after no longer calling them Jedi. They call them Skywalkers because Luke really, um, he, he, he was sort of like this idea of like, well, like when you go against absolute good, mm. you get what you got with Anakin Skywalker. Sure. And then when you try to stop the absolute evil from happening, you still get Kylo Ren. So maybe this is like like that. I mean, I'm I'm just really excited to see how this. I'm so excited to see how this story ends. Oh yeah. See, um, I I kind of assumed it was just going to be like it's either going to be a redemption story for Ben Solo, to become not a Jedi but a Skywalker because his mom is a Skywalker technically. Yeah. Uh, or uh, I don't know. I don't or think maybe, it's just going to be that. Isn't actually dead because they're like, hey, everybody hated the middle movie. See, I didn't hate the middle movie. I thought did. it was very no, good. I, know. I don't think it was I, a I bad do agree movie. that you could lift out the entire Finn Rose subplot yeah. out of the movie, and it's it's the same movie. I, but but yeah. I actually thought the Last Jedi was really interesting, and it's it's actually extremely like um, the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, sure. And uh, like when you track Luke's story, it's the only choices he could have made. Oh yeah. No, no, I, I don't I don't disagree with the with the way it was put together, but I think that it could be a re, it could be an oversteer reaction. We have to leave that on the table, given that they bring back JJ, they do all these things. I don't know. Well, they brought back uh, JJ because Colin Trevorrow turned out to be oh, a yeah. jerk. No, yeah, so well, because he <laughs> totally botched that Fantastic Four movie, right? No, that was somebody else. Oh, that was somebody else. No, he, he he did another movie. It was a different was movie. Um, the but uh, but the, you know the other thought I had too is we don't know necessarily that Luke is dead. He's dead. But we don't know that for sure. I'm pretty sure he's dead. He's well, one with the force. No one's ever really gone. Well, that's true. He says that. So he might not <laughs> be. But, but, but I, think it's, I think he'll be as a, a ghost. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But I think, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be an emperor ghost. Because if the Jedi can be ghosts, so can the Sith. Right. Yeah, and that was... Well, anyway. Let's move. We're going to move on and let everybody else have Which you would know if you've seen the Clone Wars that that actually happens in the Clone Wars. Okay. Oh, yeah. Jeremy, what do you what, want to talk about? What do you have, what do you have about the rise, oh, man. <laughs> the rise of Skywalker? Are we specifically talking about the rise of Skywalker or the, the whole Star Wars thing? Let's just talk about Star Wars. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, because at the same celebration, they had the trailer for the Mandalorian that's coming out, which looks yeah, yeah. really yeah, impressive. It looks really cool. Uh, Carl Weathers on the on the Disney channel and, and Pedro Pascal and Pedro Pascal from um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, although he'll be wearing a helmet the whole time, which is hilarious. <laughs> well, He's this in, you don't incredibly attractive that, man, charismatic, yeah. and we're just going to put a helmet on you the whole time. And then the uh, the uh, Clone Wars. Oh yeah, trailer as well. So I'm yeah, which was very. That. I mean that that was a great show. Great show, yeah. And Rebels turned into a really great show Rebels as well. Turned into a pretty good show and I have high hopes for Resistance. Resistance got really good right at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is what this show is. So apparently, if you were at Celebration, you would have seen the first episode of season two. I heard. I heard uh, that. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. picks right. up right where they left off. In the well, I hope so. I mean, yeah. it was quite the cliffhanger, and yeah. it was right in the middle of the Force Awakens story. Yeah, so they're like coming out of hyperspace at the beginning of, of the season. So and cool. and um, I mean, like, uh, and they also showed the trailer for the new Star Wars video game, Fallen Order. Uh-huh. Um, I don't trust Electronic Arts for anything. How about the VR thing, though? The Vader Immortal. That was the other trailer. Because that I, looks amazing. I'm not sure that I'd be able to do that without just completely geeking out. Like well, I, I'm not sure I could do that without having like a stroke. I mean, like, I mean, like, it's really—it looks really immersive. They're like, yeah. well, we made it about 45 minutes because 
people say they can only do VR for about 10 minutes. So we did a little bit longer just to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, just we're all going to gonna die. marriages we can destroy <laughs> exactly. with this one piece of technology. <laughs> and Maya Rudolph is a voice character in oh, VR Mortal. Oh, well, good. Which, because apparently she is a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And they're like, do you want to voice a droid? Yeah, I want to voice a droid. So. I mean, who here wouldn't want to voice a droid, then? I'd voice a droid. I think, okay, let's, uh, Lindsay, what, do you have anything to say about Rise of Skywalker? And they announced yeah. that Alan Tudyk is coming back for the show about Cassie and Andor. Mm-hmm. He's going to come back and be K2SO again, which is oh, a big cool. thing. Oh, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah, that's so anyway, sorry. He's a good character. No worries. Um, so I have an adorable story about my mom. Great. And then a question for the room. Mm-hmm. So the adorable story is my mom and I went to Disneyland and we were on the Star Wars ride. And you have to wait in line and you're walking past all the, like, droids and characters and Star everything. Star Tours, yeah. Star Tours, yeah. And she doesn't know anything, really, about any of the movies. So she just kept asking me questions <laughs> as we were waiting in line. So I was texting said questions to, like, my Star Wars friends and getting all the answers. And, I like, I was dying and she didn't get any of it. But her, my, my favorite question that she asked is just, like, why Darth Vader was so angry. Like, what... <laughs> Why was he so angry? Yeah, like what? Well, I mean, they made three whole movies about that. She hasn't seen them. Yeah, I mean, she shouldn't because they're not very good. But, like, they tried to answer that question. They didn't do a very good job in those three movies of answering it. I think he just, like, he just, he had a crappy childhood. Yeah, well, and the most common answer that I got to the question sent out was just Natalie Portman. Yeah. I mean, he was a slave and his mom died and then his... Wife. A yeah. lot happened, and it was trying to con- communicate <laughs> it to her, yeah. and mostly Natalie, Natalie Portman. Portman. It, through no fault of her own, really. It was just it was the scripting. Anyway, not the character, but the actress. Yep. Um, yeah, specifically. So <laughs> she made Darth Vader. Darth Vader really <laughs> upset about How could she be so attractive and read this terrible dialogue and not say maybe we should just cut half the dialogue in Attack of the Clones? She's so good in other films. Yeah. 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 Um, so my adorable <laughs> story, and then my question. That occurred to me while you guys were talking, and I, I com, you know, will confess complete ignorance to this. But is the term Skywalker is does that only apply to like maybe once they've passed and then they can come like transcend? And no, no, no. It's actually the last name of the main character. Well, that I know, but like that was it, gonna be what I was gonna say. That was the only thing yeah. I knew. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, no, that's fine. Maybe, it, maybe it comes with that. That new meaning. Yeah, like once the Jedi, whatever, like when Buddha reaches enlightenment, when Jedi reaches like Skywalker, he's he's transcended the corporate. Well, it's interesting because Skywalker was sort of a random last name that he picked because it wasn't Luke's original last name. It's going to be Starkiller. It was going to be Starkiller. All right. I like that. And that's why they named it Starkiller Base in The Force Awakens, is like a tribute to that. And there's actually a really famous Star Wars game called like the Force Unleashed, which I've never played. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the character in that is is it's about a also Force adept Sith. dog that keeps getting off leash. And that's right. not at all what it's about. No, it is. It's she's gonna game. believe that. <laughs> <laughs> she's not gonna care about this stuff in twenty minutes, Jeff. Jeez, I'm probably she, about ten seconds. <laughs> she politely ignores me when I talk about this yeah. stuff most of the time. So. My my wife does too. Although my wife has come to go watch the movies with me. Like she 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 has agreed to go, and she now enjoys the Marvel movies, like just generally. So I can get her to go to those now. But she she just grin and bears it and goes it goes to the Star Wars movies with me. Right. Okay, I'm done. Shannon. 
Well, I mean, Jeff stole my, my nugget about Skywalker being the last name of one of the characters. Great. All right. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I had. <laughs> hey, great job, everybody. You're all getting four points. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Jeremy, you get to pick the next topic. So it's uh, one through one nine. Through nine right? um, let's do seven. Number seven. All right, it's the bonus question. <laughs> I'm not even putting the the sound in anymore. I'm just using us doing that noise. Nice. Uh, so the bo- everybody's going to get a chance at the bonus question unless Jeremy knows it right away, and that's that's just going to be it. But the bonus question is, how does William Shatner say sabotage? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I have to pass. Okay. Lindsay, how does William Shatner say sabotage? I, I, I'm not sure. I've not heard him say it. Okay. <laughs> Shannon? How does William Shatner say sabotage? Uh, s- sabotage. Nope. <laughs> uh, no, I, hey, I like that you, you gave, it a, good, you gave it a good old college try. I think try. I'm doing a little more Boston legal Shatner than uh, real Sh- than mm-hmm. Star Trek Shatner. Though. I'm Teddy Crane. <laughs> <laughs> sabotage. Uh, <laughs> sabotage. Uh, Jeff? Well, he would probably be like, Sabotage. But so there's a great story I've heard about William Shatner and the and the reason why most actors hate being on camera with him. Mm-hmm. And it was by the guy who played Decker in like the motion picture. I can't remember his name, uh, the actor's name. But wait, uh, the the guy that was found to be kind of a pedophile after the fact, the oh, was he? on Seventh Heaven. Yeah, yeah, he mm-hmm. was a pedophile. No, yeah, yeah, or he no, was, was he? There was some was stuff. Child porn, or it was something. It oh, was some. It was something. That's sad. He, was, he also kept a list of like every. Actress he had ever kissed oh, on his creepy. website, which was creepy. Yeah, yeah. creepy. Well, anyway, no, no. he told this really. <laughs> interesting, Sounds very professional. He told this really <laughs> interesting thing. <laughs> he told this really interesting story about William Shatner, where um, when you were in a scene with him, he would often talk to you, and then he would look away as if thinking, but he would end up looking right in the camera. And what that would force the editor to do is just stay on Shatner. For as long as possible, you couldn't cut away to the other actor if you had coverage, because you're like it's such an intense look and he's thinking and you have to stay on that moment, which is so, like such a dick thing to do as an actor. Where other people are like I'm blocking here. Well, well, I mean, like because there's two people in the scene and they both should get coverage in the shot, but but it becomes then all about William Shatner's character because he's looking at the camera instead of at the other person in the conversation, um, and it. And, it, you know, he did it. If you go back and watch the old Star Trek, he does it all the time. And you're like, wow, what an ass. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, like objectively, I, William Shatner is probably a lovely man, but people did not like acting with him. So, um, I mean, but, but I just, so he would say it by looking into the camera. Okay, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, none of you are right. Um, I'm referencing specifically a long-held clip about the way he says sabotage, which is he says sabotage. And I'm going to play that no. for you real quick. But does he look in the camera while he says it? Well, I don't know. This is a this is an audio clip, so oh. we're going to play it into the mic, too. Okay, you have line 193 in with sabotage. I don't say sabotage. You say sabotage. I say sabotage. <laughs> sabotage. There you go. <laughs> I don't say sabotage. You say sabotage. I say sabotage. That doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. He's Canadian. Uh, yeah, but most Canadians are really, like, friendly. 
Well, yeah, he's awfully combative for a Canadian. I'll yeah. agree with you there. <laughs> Eh? Sorry. Uh, great like, job. You guys, like a, nobody's getting any points. He's like if Canada had a Texas. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where that would be. <laughs> probably Manitoba? <laughs> well, probably Quebec because they want everybody to speak French. Yeah, I guess, but like, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, Texans like people who speak American. So. America. <laughs> and they Mark. also want to put women to death. I think we should <laughs> all start speaking American. So... <laughs> Okay, so no points for anybody on that, but you were all very close, but just not close enough. This isn't horseshoes, people, except all the other times when it is. Technically, I said I never heard him say it. That's true. Because he does that's, say that, it. That was correct. Just, yeah. just an observation. No, that's, okay, that's fair. I'll, I'll take it in, I'll take it under advisement. Uh, you get to pick the next topic, too. Okay. So, uh, um, one four. through eight? Four. Number four. Well, do you have a vague idea about Avengers Endgame? I don't. No? Shannon? Sure. Okay. Jeff? Yeah, yeah I do. Uh, of course you do. <laughs> Jeremy? Mm, mm, no. No? No idea. You're not You're not a Marvel guy. It's not a Marvel household. Mm. That's all right. No, it's not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, I want to get into whatever the emotional situation is here real quick. Uh, just like a lack of emotion, really. Okay. It's just you're dispassionate just, about so it as a... As dispassionate a, about that specific area. All right. Now I'm going to cool. feel bad when I'm as excited about this as I am about other no, things. You don't have to feel bad about that. No. It's not. Uh, the, the important thing we have to realize in this era, which is something that seems to be the flaw of the internet, is everybody thinks everything is for them, and not everything is for you. So it's okay. It's okay if some things aren't for you, and it's okay if lots of things are for you and some other things aren't. You know? That's all good. So Shannon, start us off. <laughs> Let's talk about Avengers Endgame. It right. will be out by the time this airs. It will. I was going to start with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Shannon, I'd like you to spoil it as much as you can, because it's already out. Um, so, this is the next movie in the Marvel Universe mm-hmm. that picks up where the last Avengers movie left off, where Thanos had just snapped his fingers and made half of the population disappear. And the Avengers that are left are trying to figure out how to undo it. I can see you guys are excited, getting excited about it. <laughs> 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 scaring. <laughs> Jeremy and Lindsay have both literally fallen asleep. <laughs> this is phenomenal. <laughs> um, and Captain Marvel is in it. At the end of the last one, right before he disappeared, Nick Fury paged her. And she's going to show up in this one and help out. And some of them like her, and some of them don't. And she has longer hair than she did in the Captain Marvel movie, because she's been gone for a long time. Hey, shorter hair was the 90s, right? And, uh, yeah, that's true, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Because Captain Marvel was the 90s, and this is the now. The is now. this the now? I think this is Everything is now. happening now is happening now now. <laughs> <laughs> and a trailer is out for it, where Thor snaps his fingers and makes his hammer go right by her head, and she doesn't even flinch. And he goes, I like this one. Yeah. And I like that part. <laughs> right on. Well done, Shannon. Jeff. So this is, it, it is the next Marvel movie. It's also the end, Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, has called it the end of the Infinity Saga, which which if you track most Marvel movies, save for like four of them, of the 22 movies that they've made, um, all of them involve an Infinity Stone in some way or another. Mm-hmm. Um, some more than others. And this will be the last one to be involved in 
and infinity stones. And and I have to tell you, the best part, one of the most fun things to do is to watch people do interviews. Like the cast members try to do interviews for this because, and, and it's been the same with Game of Thrones because it's all at the same time, is they can't talk about it at all. They can't even talk about who's in the movie. Like, they, like they're, they're like, am I in the movie? I guess I am. Yeah, okay, I'm in the movie. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, to the point where, where um, Jeremy Renner and Paul Rudd, who are both in the movie, who weren't in Infinity War, which is interesting, um, do this hilarious, have been doing a lot of interviews together, and, like, they have made up a movie of 50-year-old virgins, because they're both 50, and, like, they're promoting that movie. And they even made, like, a fake poster of it where they're, like, hugging. I mean, like, because they can't talk about this movie at all so why are they doing interviews so you're saying that disney has a north korea-esque kind of control <laughs> over uh, yeah, they information I mean, like, leaving, like, leaving like like it came out that that jeremy renner's character is going to star on a tv show on disney plus where he's going to like train a new hawkeye um which happens in the comics and mm-hmm. and he, that hasn't been officially announced by marvel so he can't even talk about that Right. He can't talk about he can't talk about the name of his character in this movie because in the comic books Hawkeye turns into Ronan and that appears to be what they're doing in this movie as well. He can't confirm that. It's the most ridiculous interviews to watch. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing that has come out is that for lack of things to talk about, there's been this ridiculous internet theory that Ant-Man is going to defeat Thanos through the Thanos theory. Yeah, yeah. Where he yeah, there's fl- been a lot of Where he's going to shrink down and go up Thanos' <laughs> butt and then, like, suddenly enlarge. And Paul Rudd, he was on the Graham Norton show and he said, why his butt? Couldn't I go into his ear or his Literally nose? Like, any other, any, any other <laughs> orifice, really. Plus, why the butt? <laughs> Fantastic Voyage really wasn't that interesting the first time it happened in the 1950s, <laughs> so I don't think we need to do it again. Well, and uh, then Although would... the, the memes based on the, the Thanos... Theory are, yeah. are pretty hilarious. Well, and it's just like like let's Thanos think this through. You really think <laughs> with two C's? You really think Disney is going to put out a movie where the way the good guy wins is flies up the bad guy's butt and enlarges in a really grotesque moment? That's not going to happen. But if you can't call it Thanos, then what what is, it, what is there to talk about? Right. I mean, like, but it yeah. is it is sort Thor- of like a stupid Thor-fus? like Thorfus. But yeah. it's really funny. <laughs> Thorfus. <laughs> That's awesome. Leave it open in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, oh, yeah. I, I have, I've watched the, the trailers that they put out, but recently, in like the past week or two, I've stopped watching any commercials or trailers because I, I don't want to, I don't want too much of it given away before I watch it. Oh yeah, you no, know? I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm super excited about this. I, I, I totally understand you guys not being into it. <laughs> um, I didn't really get on board until. I think the first Avengers movie, and then which I is, and then uh, I went back. Really great. I went back and watched the Iron Man movies and everything. I'm like, I don't know this. Like superhero movies were always kind of dumb, and I was burnt out because the Spider Man movies and the Batman movies and everything had become kind of whatever. Uh, what I admire most about this, leading up to this final film in this cycle, is just how connected everything is with. Like five exceptions. There are like five movies that are kind of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. There's no Infinity Stone. Sure. In none of the Iron Man films are there Infinity Stones. Right. And um, in the Incredible Hulk film that nobody talks about, there's no Infinity Stone. Yeah, which I don't even really care. But is is there is there another one? I mean, like it's in um, it's in all. Well, it's not really in the third Thor movie, I guess. No, it is. Yeah. There is no, an Infinity Thor, Stone in, in Thor Ragnarok one, because not... Loki steals it again. Yeah. So there's an Infinity Stone in like every Marvel movie, some 
in yeah. some form or another. But as a, as a creative undertaking, I think it's really admirable. Right. I mean, I think that's what's cool about it, is that they've managed, and granted, with the incredible backing of a multi-trillion dollar corporation, they've managed to actually do justice to something where I feel like... And I don't like buying movies, but I feel like collecting these movies to some extent because it's like buying comic books because they all add well, up to something. Well, now you can just subscribe to Disney Plus and they'll all be on there. I don't want ever. To, I don't ever want to do that, but I probably will have to yeah, because, because of the Mandalorian and well, the Loki because show. Because eventually, the... Disney Plus will be the only way to get clean water and food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Great job, everybody. <laughs> Uh, Are you talking about what Disney Plus is? No, no I, this is going to be a totally. Uh, this question's going to probably piss off half the room, but your question was: Is Stanley going to be in this movie? Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Pr- apparently his last cameo. Okay. He's in this movie. Yeah, they filmed Although multiple he might cameos be in days. Far From Home, which is the Spider-Man movie that comes out in July. He might be in that. Yeah, but I think it's going to be this is the last cameo. Although, if you saw Captain Marvel, like the they way did they did, the, yeah. oh my gosh, like everybody was emotional even before it began because they do the opening where they show all the different characters in yeah. their opening of ah, Marvel cool. and they replaced all of them with Stanley. Yeah. They and used him like, as the montage. It was like, it was like, oh. It was very cool. See, I yeah. couldn't answer whether it was DC or Marvel. Oh, well. <laughs> See, that's, that and was that's the part fine. I thought was. So I get a point for that. I was that. preempting that part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give Jeff and Shannon two points each and we're going to I'm in the lead! Move along. You, you sure are. And uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Did, Sorry. Did you just pick Jeff? No. Um, I think I did. You no, just picked I thought me. you did. No, no I you picked bonus question. Okay, yeah. You picked Lindsay one. just picked. Okay. Yeah. okay, so Shannon, one through seven. I'll go seven. Number seven. All right. We're going to play a classic game that is not a vague idea property, but I think <laughs> this is important. We're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> All right. And the fuck Mary kill for 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 each of you. We're going to just go around. Everybody's going to have a chance to say, okay? Mm-hmm. Your options for fuck Mary kill are J.R.R. Tolkien, George R.R. R. Martin, and Nintendo's ROB, Robotic Operating Buddy, the robot that came with the Nintendo Entertainment System <laughs> way back in the day in the 80s. It was a robot. I know what you're yeah. About. Yeah. I don't yeah, know what yeah, that it, is. There there were like games where the robot would move a disc over and that was like the controller input. I have it was questions. Terrible. I have questions. Yes. Is it J.R. Token now or when he was alive? Uh no, let's assume everybody's alive. We're not gonna get into uh, uh, corpse fucking, for lack of a better term. Necromancy. Ne- ne- <laughs> no, that's raising from the day. It's necrophilia. Oh, okay. Necrophilia. No, if you, if you didn't... It's raising them from the dead so you can fuck them, right? Let, let's talk, let, let's talk about etymology for a second. Yeah, because necromancy, it sounds like you're romancing the that's dead. That's exactly what I was doing. You've got to warm them up a little bit. Necromancing the stone. I'm going to necromancy. <laughs> Michael Douglas is getting up there. Uh, they were so, going to make another one of those. Are they? There was a lot of talk. Was there a trailer? No, it's right after Beetlejuice too. So I'm pretty sure romancing the bone is a thing, but that might be a different studio. Mm. Shannon, fuck Mary Kill. What are you gonna do? Tolkien, Martin, and Nintendo's uh, Rob. I am going to fuck Tolkien, kill Martin, and marry the robot. Great. Okay. Good job. Do you have to give qualifiers as well? No, we're not even going to bother with that. (laughs) I feel like like to even try to do that is going to shatter the fabric of space-time. So, Jeff, go ahead. Who are you going to fuck? Who are you going to marry? Who are you going to kill? 
I mean, I feel like I need to give like reasons because I'm reasoning it out. I'm, well, you can give reasons. I'm I don't like, care. I think I'm just I would. Hold any I think I would. I would fuck Token too because he started everything and he deserves a nice time. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would kill Martin because if I don't, he's gonna write out my death. <laughs> I mean, like he kills everybody, and then and then I would marry the robot because maybe it can carry some stuff around the house. I don't know. <laughs> right. He doesn't want to marry a robot. <laughs> I mean, but you could never have sex again because it would be a really like like you get electrocuted or something like that. You've got little clamps. Mm. Oh this God! Could happen. <laughs> you just gotta you just gotta actuate those clamps, baby. Jeremy, fuck Mary Kill. Uh, God, I guess I'll fuck the robot because it's 2019. All right, yeah, there we go. Uh, Mary, robot rights. <laughs> exactly. Mary Martin for no good reason, and I'll kill Tolkien. Okay. I'm into that. I'm into that. Great. Lindsay, Lindsay had like a shocked expression well, just, at killing Tolkien. Kill, it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I would fuck Tolkien. I feel like it would be a really creative, rich experience. You're not worried about him talking and singing through the whole, through the In whole like thing? In like Elvin? I don't know. <laughs> He's just going to be like, let um, me tell you what ba- Tom Bombadil said. As long as he doesn't go on about Bombadil or like some really long Elvin history, I think it'd be fine. Okay. Um, right. And then I would uh, marry Martin for the money and kill the robot because I don't trust it. <laughs> That's very so good. who do you think is his? The estate is worth more, Token or Martin? Mm. I mean, like that's some that's some big money. It's true, but also in Mary and Martin, I would probably get Meow Wolf opening night tickets. Oh, so. Meow Wolf is right so now value. Great. Yeah, I, yeah. S- I stand by my original. So you've been to Santa Fe? Yeah. So, uh, it's it, did you read the stuff? We, 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 there's not enough time to read all the things. But you read some of it, right? Yeah. Like that to me was the best part. Is there, like because I'm a writer, so like is like undercovering the story of what is going on. It was just so fascinating. There's and like over over the computer, there's like the picture, like the runes, and that's yeah. actually a code, and they give you the translation. So that and and like you open up certain files on the computer, have more data, and you can read the 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 plant journal has a lot of data in it. I mean, like in the kids' room, oh, it's just awesome. Yeah, you can spend days there. Yeah, you really could, <laughs> and still not experience everything. Sure. Yeah, it's awesome. Great job, everybody. Shannon, I'm going to give you three and a half points. Jeff, I'm going to give you three and a half points also. And I'm going to give Jeremy and Lindsay four and a half points each. Well done. You you uncovered both the, the I don't know, the, the pull of the robot lover and also the deception thereof the robot lover. And that was a plus the money thing. It's really the robot, the robot duality is really the... <laughs> We're all going to be fucking robots soon, people. <laughs> Come on. VR. Let's get, let's get ready. Well, hey, my own. wife would say that's already happened. Hey! Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right, Jeff, I'm going to give you half a point for that. <laughs> that, was, that was just weird enough to work. It was a very Finger Lakes region joke, which is where your play is. Was. Was running. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you get to pick the next topic. One through seven. One no, through six. That, that, yeah, I was like, wow, phantom category. Yeah, one through Let's six. four. Number four. Great. Do you have a vague idea, Jeff, about Magic the Gathering? <laughs> yes. Great. <laughs> Jeremy, Magic the Gathering? Vague idea. Okay, Lindsay? Vague idea. Okay, Shannon? Yeah. All right, Jeff, start us <laughs> off. Do you, do you play? Yeah. Oh, neat. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I'm really excited about that. So, um, 
Like, yeah, I mean, uh, they have a new set coming out in a couple of weeks. The same weekend as as the Avengers movie comes out. And it's the culmination of actually a really long story in Magic the Gathering of of years of sets. And it's like the the end of this story. So it's funny that Avengers and this Magic the Gathering thing comes out the same weekend. Um, I started. They know when nerds will be inside. <laughs> I started playing Magic when I was when I was in middle school, and I um, there is a card that just sold uh, called a Black Lotus. Yeah, yeah. And it sold for like one hundred thirty-seven thousand dollars or something like that. And I always think about the time when I went to a tournament when I was in middle school, and I could have bought one for two hundred and fifty dollars. Which was a lot of money at the time for me and just in general because mm-hmm. I'm fucking old now. Um, but but the uh, it's still a lot of money now. It's like let's but 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 the game. I don't know if a card is worth that. The game was yeah. so new, you didn't know if it was going to hold its value. I'm sure. I mean, and and nothing else really had. And yeah, from a baseball tobacco cards. based baseball. Cards, yeah, yeah, and then. So, like, I always regret not having bought that card, but, I mean, I, I can't, like, go back in time and be like, should have bought this stupid card. Um, but, um, we'll so, machine, so I work. stopped playing for a long time because um, I just got tired of it, and then my brother got into it, and so I started playing again, and then we played off and on, and now my son is really into it and is a huge fan, and so we play together, and I'll, um, it's, uh, it's, it's a really... It's a really fun game, and they managed to keep reinventing it with each new set, which I think is really like why it's had such staying power. But I'm I'm a complete nerd about this, so if you, we we could talk hours about oh, Magic sure. the Gathering if you'd like. <laughs> All right, Jeremy, what do you know about Magic the Gathering? I know next to nothing about it. Okay, um, I believe it's a role playing game. It's a card yeah. game. It's yeah. a card game. Okay, but wasn't it sort of wrapped up in the whole Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Satanic Panic? Yeah, there was early on. There was there was a card. There was a few cards with the word demon in it, uh-huh. and and a, a um, pentagon in the background. Uh-huh. And like I actually have pentagram. the pentagram. Pentagram, sorry, mm-hmm. pentagram. And I actually cool. have. So they, they it was right in between sets, and there was all this sudden concern about this. So they discontinued the cards that had demonic in it. And the pentagram in the background, and and so one of them is just really funny because it was this guy going, "Oh, I'm so strong," and there was a pentagram behind him. So the next version of the card was the same thing, where this guy just looks like he's stretching now, and there's no pentagram behind him, so it's really funny looking. Well, I mean, um, it's obvious if you put the word demon on a card that demons actually exist. Well, what's power, funny so. now is that <laughs> well, yeah. now now they have they have like now they have a lot of demon because they know that nobody really cared. Now they have like card types where there's a lot of demons. Ask the Harry Potter foes; they they have some things to say. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that's the extent of my. And I would give you that it is a a pseudo role playing game in that you are role playing a wizard to play the card game. Like you have to be, and you have to embody a type of wizard to build a deck that is based in a. Actually, they've changed that now because with the advent of planeswalkers, basically that's your that's your hero. Oh, you, you become that. You become All that. Right. See, like, I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, planeswalkers are, are like the ultimate wizards, and then they they do magic, and so the idea is that the planeswalker is your is your wizard sort All of right. person. Great, Lindsay. My also vague idea um, is I'm aware that it's a card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was super popular, kind of the late the early '90s ish. I feel like is when it was starting to yeah become yeah, a thing. Yeah. Um, Our middle school time. Yeah. It. Uh, yeah, junior high-ish for us. Um, what else? I have a book on it, on my bookshelf. but it's What not, is the book about? It's just Magic the Gathering. It's super old. It's my friend Ashley Roop's brother's, Travis Roop's book. 
Um, is it that one was, of the novels? I think it's like a how to play, maybe. Oh, but it was given huh. to me as part of a Halloween costume prop where I went, like, I was dressed like a gelfling and I was carrying dice around and they thought one more, like, nerd thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta add it. to the nerd quick. <laughs> yeah, so I had my Magic the Gathering book, my bag of multi sided die, and yeah. um, pointy ears. Yeah. And a so actually, physically. you know, it's still enormously popular. There's a world tour, and this year the prize is a is one million dollars. So I'm amazed to learn that not only is it like out. carried on that long that it's still like ongoing, but it was just something that I didn't like. I was playing role playing games, which she thinks is hilarious um, at that time, but it just it, I, that magic wasn't in like my friend circle. You don't play role playing games anymore. I no, like since my friends kind of stopped playing, I haven't. met So if months. you are interested, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna start a campaign pretty Ooh, soon. I, I have written myself for so which it would be D and D five e kind of. I'm gonna okay. like loosen some of the rules and be a little. More more puzzle based and a so here's here's something interesting based. i am a dungeon master for my son and his friends uh-huh. and they created a magic the gathering D book and we that's our story oh nice so i've been oh yeah, yeah. I saw i've been working yeah i've been working really hard to create dungeons and all this stuff and i have like dragons in, <laughs> there, there are dragons there's so, i have something like 90 pages of stuff written and oh, going yeah. incredibly slow but cool. so it's cool that it like combined and it's incredibly fun to be a dungeon master because you get to write everything that's oh, why yeah. i really like yeah, it yeah no it's, it's just storytelling yeah you're, just, you're basically well actually like it's a, a, a it's, cya it's actually it's a group a form of group storytelling uh-huh. because i have you the dungeon master describes it they describe that they want to do and then i describe what happens so, and it's a really difficult sort of thing. I saw some of our friends, who I don't know if you know, um, Tobias and... Uh, oh, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. He did a play years ago, one-man show called Why and How I Roll, and it was all about Dungeons and Dragons. It was brilliant. Cool. So, nice. all right, sorry. That no, was... sorry. It just, yeah, I remember it being a lot of fun. We, we mostly played Rifts. Just like, oh, yeah, which is the futuristic one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it always the Laywalker. Or whatever, yeah. Anyway, um, so, no, that's my... All the knowledge I have on Magic the oh, Gathering. Uh, Shannon, Magic the Gathering. Um, I must be older than all y'all because I started playing it when it first started, but I was in high school. Um, my friend's mom got us interested in it, and she got us all cards, and we started playing. So and what's she, that? Um, I think we started on Beta. Oh, wow. Latin. I started Revised. So so do you still have some of those Beta no, cards? No. Oh, so, okay. so I traded all of my Magic cards when I was in college for a studded belt. Sweet. <laughs> so I feel like I, I feel like I've made out pretty well there. The trading economy of our youth. I mean, like, did you have some of the really valuable cards? Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Oh wow. Well, so my friend's mom that started us on it and used to get us cards, she actually collected them and kept them in binders, and she just sold them for her granddaughter's college fund and i think she made like one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. well because yeah. some of them they're called the power nine which were the nine most powerful cards ever printed yeah. black lotus uh, the five moxes yeah all the moxes I uh, the time moxes. walk time tra- time twister and uh time vault yeah um uh, i was such a nerd though i do still have a circle of protection that i crossed out and i made it circle of protection sat Nice. <laughs> and I took it to the Yay. SAT with me. I was a big nerd and I passed it to protect that's me from a beautiful the SAT. Thing. They don't print those anymore. They don't even have circle protections anymore. Well, I can't sell it because I wrote SAT on it. <laughs> but no, it's but they were just common, so they weren't worth anything. Yeah, they yeah. But like they've completely changed how protection works in the game because it does it's not a very easy thing to understand, so they do it very 
very seldom now. Yeah. So I kind of like you quit forever. And when I um, went back to coding school boot camp recently, a bunch of people there played. So they made me, we did a draft of just some like crappy cards. Oh, that's really fun. So I've got a really bad deck, but we played there a little bit. And then at my new job, I found somebody who played and the two of us sat down one day and it was like the nerd call of the wild. Like people were coming out of the hallways and they were like, is that magic? Is that magic? Is that magic? So now we have like a Slack channel at work that's like the Magic the Gathering It's an incredibly fun game to play. I mean, like it really is a lot of strategy and it's a lot of like understanding. Like my daughter basically got into it because my son wanted to do it and it really helped her read better. Because you have to really read the cards oh, yeah. to understand mm-hmm. what's going on. Comprehension is important. Um, um, and was, <laughs> I mean, it is. That's all I do now when I play. I'm like, what is that card? Let me see it. What is that one? Well, I mean, and they're doing new cards so often now that you have to do that all the time. And there's all kinds of stuff now that I don't understand. Like no, yeah, they have new mechanics and, and, and yeah, all that stuff. I don't, and, I don't know what's going on, but I do. I do try and play it, but yeah. I lose all the time. It's yeah. fun because it's also pretty. It's it's a pretty low barrier to entry for uh, as a as a person who uh, in in my high school and middle school times I collected the Star Wars collectible <laughs> card game oh, from so Cipher that. Uh, I have a bunch of really nice looking cards that are worthless and the game is also not fun to play. Yeah. <laughs> it was so complicated. It involved like, oh, you want to you wanna get the next swing and do a cool thing? Well, you're going to have to use a turn to embark into the vehicle. Oh, great. That was fun. Let me wait for him to kick the shit out of me while I'm climbing into this. It's terrible. Anyway. Uh, yeah, magic is beautiful because it, 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 it really does like allow for access, which I think was And it's a really fun. simple game that gets and, really uh, complex when, yeah. the more you do it. Yeah, and you can really piss people off by just building the right decks that have trample and armor and things. Oh, and no, no. I build decks that don't allow people to play things. Like, oh, yeah. I built a deck that literally lets your opponent play nothing. So you're playing and, a Mitch McConnell deck. Uh, oh, that's very good. Thank you. Um, and, and like it's to the point where I don't even play it against people anymore because it's incredibly fun to play, but it's no fun to play. Against. Oh yeah, no, no, nobody likes you. And, that, yeah. and and at some point, it's no fun to win when winning is so so poisonous. Uh, great job, everybody. Shannon, you're getting two and a half points. Jeff, two points. Uh, Jeremy, one. Lindsay, one. And uh, who are we on? We're back to you. Are we back to me? Yeah, because I knew a lot. All of right, magic. one through five, right. Jeremy. Uh, five. Number five. Well, do you have a vague idea about Lambda, Lambda, Lambda? <laughs> I have a vague idea. Great. Lindsay? Pass. Okay. Shannon? Yeah. Okay. Jeff? I'm going to pass. I don't oh, know. wow. All right. <laughs> You're going to be sad that you passed. Jeremy, start us off. Lambda, so, Lambda, Lambda. Correct me if I'm wrong, but was were the Tri-Lambs not the fraternity from... Uh, Revenge of the Nerds! So you had you uh, had Darcy the, the the same guy that played uh, the Darcy character from Married with Children was sort of like the the the, the jock. Mm-hmm. Wow! You had the big guy who was Booger. Or no, no, no. He was uh, God. What was his name? The one that took a piss for like Booger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned the piss thing because <laughs> I think about that all the time. <laughs> wait, wait, like wait. At, like okay. at least once a week, I think about well, ogre pissing. Which is pissing once a week? Like if somebody goes to the bathroom and they're in there for a really long time, I think like ogre. Oh, yeah. so, so which is the one where they have sex on the moon? Is that the first, the first one? one? That's the first one. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's dressed like Darth Vader. Well, I was just yeah. saying, yeah. he kind of... When I was raped, it's rape. It's definitely rape. No, because it was her intention. 
I mean, like, penises do not look alike. She would have known. Oh, come on, Jeff. Let's be careful here. So, anyways, the the ten year old me who was watching this without my parents' consent, um, <laughs> really liked the long. Yeah, there's there's like the the gratuitous boob shot at some point. It's the eighties. I don't mm-hmm. remember that. Yeah, yeah. There was there were just oh, the constantly people, boobs right? and people. Like oh, there was a. Pe- yeah. I thought people, people was shower, porkies. Right? Oh. Porkies had a, a people. Yeah. There was almost all the movies had some sort of people. Situation. So I really enjoyed the pee scene, and I enjoyed the icy hot and jock strap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I mean, hey, yeah, would be uncomfortable. And maybe yeah. if you're into that, it might not. It, it might, might be might like, not, yeah. oh, it hurts so good. <laughs> Anyways, I, I still pass. I don't. Know no, yeah, you're good. <laughs> Janet, what do you have to add other than uh, the your the revelation about <laughs> ogre and urinating? Yeah, no, the tri- the trilams were amazing. Anthony Edwards, yeah, of the mm-hmm. fame was also one of the nerds. Goose. Um, there were um. Many sequels, mm-hmm. and there's actually a TV show called King of the Nerds, which is a reality show where kids compete to see who the biggest nerd is, and the two hosts are Booger and the main nerd guy. Oh, uh, that's cool. Keith, Car- Keith Carradine? Yes, because he's a Carradine brother. Okay, yeah. That's right. I thought so. Great. Of the uh, Carradines? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. David, who auto-erotically auto- asphyxiated mm-hmm. himself. And there's a third one. Yeah. Who played Wild Bill Hickok in Deadwood? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. excellent. Uh, <laughs> interestingly, too, it's actually it's an actual fraternity now that was founded January fifteenth of two thousand six at the University of Connecticut. I was going to say, please say MIT. <laughs> um, great. Man, that was that was good. Uh, let's see. We're gonna give uh, no points for Jeff because Jeff didn't answer. Well, I, I didn't get a chance. You didn't come back to me. No, you, you, you said pass. You're, you're, well, you're now done. that I know what it is, I'm... no, that's not how it works. You don't get I'm way too, notes. I'm gonna lose. He's gonna arrange it so I lose, and it's gonna bug me the yep. whole. <laughs> He's gonna have you like lose by like half a point. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're actually what? ahead by like. Is that what I'm gonna do? Yes. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Anyway, uh, Jeremy and Shannon are both getting two points each. And uh, let's get to pick the next one. One through four. Three. Number three. All right. Do you have a vague idea about NCC 1701 Enterprise? Nope. All right. Shannon? Sure. Okay. Definitely. Yep. (laughs) Jeremy? Vague idea. All right. Shannon, start us off. Okay, well, that's definitely the number on the Enterprise, but I feel like there's there's like a thing where the different Star Treks had different numbers. I think that's from Next Generation. It's not a movie rating? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is rated NCC 1701. <laughs> no one under 1,701 years will be admitted. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's the that's the number on the Next Generation Enterprise. That's what I'm going with. That's not correct, but you're still going to get a half a point for, for knowing the Enterprise thing. Jeff? So there, there has actually been five starships in one timeline and one starship in another timeline mm-hmm. with the number 171701. The whales? Uh, um, Is that the other timeline? No. <laughs> it's, the one, the, it's the timeline created by J.J. Abrams. Um, but they did letters at the end. So mm-hmm. the, the most recent one in the last Next Generation movie was E. Right. And the mm-hmm. one in the Next Generation show was D. And there was an excellent episode about um, yesterday's Enterprise where the C came through and to the future and they like helped it out to go back to the past. It was really cool. And then um, uh, B was in the beginning of 
of of the really bad Star Trek Generations movie. Uh-huh. So all of them have been on screen at some point. And A was obviously the 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 actual second version. So I guess there were six versions because NC seventeen oh one was 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 just the regular one, the and then series. after that one got destroyed in in um, Star Trek three, they built A, which was the same ship. Right. Um, basically which why would you do that but yeah um <laughs> because people really are attached to things um because so, Shatner was an adulterer so my a on that ship my my favorite <laughs> sabotage my sabotage. favorite story about my favorite story about um about the name enterprise is yeah. that Roddenberry picked it because it was the name of a ship but the whole idea was is that it was named after previous um ships that had been named enterprise mm-hmm. so when they named the star the, the the space shuttle enterprise they named it after the show so which is so fun because then in the future if we name something enterprise it'll be named after both the show and the space shuttle and so the car rental company and the no yeah, they, they've got a lot of they've got a lot of lobbying dollars. Jeff, honestly, they're the only thing keeping the show afloat. So we <laughs> have to talk about Enterprise Carbonyl. So, but that, that, I think that's my favorite like fact about it. It's so fun, like that. That's yeah, the no, name. It's super, oh. Like it's the cool loop that they named it after an early space vehicle <clears throat> called the Enterprise, which is then they named now an early, early space, space vehicle. Yeah, what? I was like, that's such a cool sort of meta. thing. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Jeremy, did you pass? Or you, you no, had... I said big idea, and it was right. the vaguest of yeah. ideas, and I knew that it was, had to do with Star Trek and the uh, Inter- Inter- Enterprise cool. ship slash shuttle. Gotcha. All right. Great. Uh, I'm going to give uh, Jeff two points, Shannon a half point, and Jeremy a half point, and we're going to move on. Uh, Shannon, you get the next topic? What, what do we... Uh, I'll just say one. One, two, or three? <laughs> All right, number one, Shannon, it's your favorite category. It's time for extraterrestrial or en de terre. Oh, so, I, <laughs> so, so he lied to you is basically what happened. I didn't lie. It's not palm of palm de terre. It's a different category. This time, is this yo-yo an alien or is it a man of earth? <laughs> I'm so happy that you landed on it, and I'm so sad. Sorry that I deceived you, but uh, this was worth it. <laughs> it is. It is a man of Earth. Okay. Because it is a. It is grounded. It is attached, and no matter how far out it goes, it has to come back to where it started. Okay. Much like a man of Earth would. Great. If he went off in a space shuttle, he would have to come back under the grips of gravity. Well done. Okay, great. Good job. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point for that, and we're going to move on. Jeff, you get to pick the next topic. No, I, I don't get to... We don't, we're not I'll, doing that this time. <laughs> I had a whole good spiel about how it was an alien, because it, because right. butterfly... Okay, tell this me, is really good. It's an alien. Because it's a butterfly, Duncan Yo-Yo, okay. and at the end of The Abyss, all the aliens look like butterflies, and that was a movie about... Aliens at the bottom of the ocean. All right, all so right. it's it's an extraterrestrial because it's a butterfly yoga. Okay, great. I'm gonna give you half a point because you uh, you basically took control of the game for a moment, but you you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody else want to fight for a half a point? I'll, I'm gonna I'll drop really, another really bet on your Jeff, Jeff, you get to pick the next topic. One or two? Two. Number two. <laughs> 
you have a vague idea about Avogadro's number? Yes. Mm. All right. Jeremy, Avogadro's number. Pass. Okay. Lindsay? Vague. Great. Shannon? Vague. Okay. So it's a math term of uh-huh. a number that yep. I don't remember. But what I do remember is that there was this great sandwich shop in Fort Collins sure is. called Avocado's Number. Uh-huh. And it is really a great sandwich shop. Uh-huh. And whenever I hear Avogadro's Number, I always think of the sandwich shop, Avocado's I, Number. I immediately did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Delicious. It's, I mean, it's a really, if, if it's oh, no, still I'm, open, yeah. is it there. still there? I don't know if I don't it's still know. there. I hope so, because it was a really good sandwich shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels like the kind of place where the owner has to die because the whole thing is predicated on, like, college stoners working yeah but if the rent around the campus went up he might have to sell that's fair Uh, possible we should contact some Fort Collins real estate I'm gonna google it while you talk about okay great (laughs) Jeremy okay Lindsay Uh, yeah no I'm with Jeff it's definitely a math term and it's a number related to something and I want to say it's it's almost like pi where the number is consistent around whatever it is that it's describing but beyond okay. that, I'm not, I can't remember, like, what. That's, I mean, that the that it's consistent around what it's describing is is worth a point. Okay. <laughs> Shannon, what do you got? I feel like it's more of a chemistry number, and it has something to do with moles. It sure oh, does. it does. But that's, yeah, I didn't do very good in chemistry. You are darn tootin'. So Avogadro's <laughs> number is the number of atoms or molecules in one mole of a oh. substance, which is equal to 6.023 times 10 to the 23rd. A whole fuckload. Bam. That's oh, the scientific term. Wait, I feel like I recently learned that chemistry nerds celebrate Avogadro's Day on October 23rd. I think we talked about this maybe <laughs> last week. Okay. No, no, I, oh, I think it was when we were at Trivia. So, oh, yeah. So right. I have learned, about, I've learned about the Fort Collins restaurant. Yes. It is actually called Avogadro's, Avogadro's Number. Okay. So it's like a, a, a combine of avocado and Avogadro's Number. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is still open. Great. It is has 4.6 stars on Google, yep. and it is open till 10 p.m. tonight if we want to drive up to Fort Collins and eat there. But it's kind of a drive. I don't think I'll be going now, but it's, yeah, we should go. We'll fond, go sometime. Fond memories. Yeah. It, we it is, will, it is, we will it, do a traveling podcast. We'll get this group together. <laughs> we will drive up, record the whole thing. In the including, car? like, playing, I don't know, uh, I see, a, what, what's that game? called? I Spy. Oh, I, spy. I Spy, thank yeah. you. I thought yeah. you were going to say playing on Agata DeVita. Because that kind of sounds like Avogadro. Oh, also. yeah. Well, we. So here's, here's the brief Listen description. Avogadro's yeah. number is Fort Collins' premier indoor slash outdoor music venue with a restaurant and bar serving up hot food, cold drinks. Great. An indoor and outdoor music venue is the lead in. Interesting. And if you're I mean, the I, owner of Avogadro, of this establishment, Please sponsor tweet this. At us. Please sponsor <laughs> this. At Nate Regolia. Yeah, you can tweet at Nate Regolia. You can tweet <laughs> at a vague idea pod, or you can follow us on Instagram at a vague idea podcast. <laughs> uh, great job. Um, Shannon, I'm going to give you a point and a half. I'm going to give Jeff half a point. I'm going to give Lindsay a point. And I talked about the great restaurant. And I get a half a point for that? Yeah. I'm going to lose this game because I you're being... I don't know that you are. You're, at, you're, you're still doing fine. Please. Let's let's. Way too big let's everybody just... Let's see what Everybody just is. chill out. <laughs> All right. They still have that beautiful mural on the wall there. Oh, yeah. So if you uh, remember the beautiful I mural. Do. Yeah. Sorry, just looking pictures at the restaurant, which really helps for people listening to this. Mm. Hashtag memories. We will uh, maybe remember to post a picture of that mural on the Instagram. <laughs> maybe we won't. I don't know. <laughs> It's complicated doing that and having a regular job. 
Thanks they for had, listening. They had the number painted on the wall as well. Yeah. Like, the, mm-hmm. it, like, it there was a around, reason. Like, the, anyway. In that, in that just cool college way. That oh, college yeah. ta- only college towns have places that indulge that kind of, like, clumsy muralis- muralism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, Jeremy, is it, it's you. Yeah, oh. Are we down to two? Or? We've just got one topic left. Do you want the first topic or the last topic? And this is very important. You have to pick I, correctly. I want number one. You are correct. Well, Jeremy, <laughs> do you have a vague idea about Game of Thrones? I have a vague idea. All right. Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Great. Shannon? Vague. Okay. Jeff? Yes. Jeff knows. <laughs> Jeff always knows. You're like Pepperidge Farm. You just remember. Well, I mean, like, you picked me for the nerd podcast. I know. This was, this, you, were, you were courted specifically. Uh, Jeremy, start us off on Game of Thrones. Well, I mean, my explanation is going to be way less specific than Jeff's over here, but um, I've watched it over the years as they've come. Mm-hmm. So what happened in season one, let's say through four, kind of forget. Yeah. Uh, but it's a bunch of people fighting for you know power in this fictional European-like world. Now we're heading into season eight, which is the final season. Uh, we have not watched... Episode one. Oh, I'll so be no spoilers, Jeff. Yeah, so spoilers. Jeff. Right I was okay. visiting my dad, and we haven't been able to catch up. So. That's right. Okay, so I won't say the really funny There's some tension between us because of it. So. Yeah. Oh, because you really want to watch it. Well, because it was my fault that we haven't been able uh, to I was yet. at home staring at my TV, not mm-hmm. watching Game of Thrones. Wow, that is a good man. <laughs> You're just like, fine, I'm going <laughs> to watch Golden Girls again. <laughs> like, keep this man, because that is right. tough. I know. I mean, I thought about watching it and then lying about it later. <laughs> Which I might have done Fading once. Fading surprise. It's, <laughs> what? This is uh, brand new information. Except, except the thing that always happens when you do that is you're like, oh, wait, uh, oh, wait, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have, ah, uh, I can't yeah. pre-react to things. I might have done it once with Westworld. I can't what? say if, <laughs> I don't remember. A marriage well, is dissolving before our eyes, <laughs> people. I know. Well, there, there are a few moments in this episode where you're like, ooh, but there's no like. <gasps> moments. Right. So, well, we so I totally to could have played it off. So we got to move, but not, huh. <laughs> right. There's no, like, red wedding moment, okay? Uh, uh, yeah. And I knew that before you did, right? Because I had already watched. <laughs> Probably, yeah. We, yeah, I, yeah I, anyway. I but anyways, I yeah. The, so cool. We got the zombie dragon now that's wreaking havoc, and we're waiting to see what happens during and after the first episode of season eight. All right. Lindsay. Yeah, I know about as much as he does again because of our pause and beginning the season finale i do know that the actress that plays khaleesi mm-hmm. just acquired um a tiny dragon tattoo on her wrist she got all three dragons done by um instagram famous tattoo artist dr Wu. nice um okay. of a single needle fame um side note i emailed him and he's not yet responded uh it's been four months dr Wu. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dr. Wu, if you're listening to the show, <laughs> you go ahead and tweet at this is his favorite. and I'll connect you with Lindsay. Right. This is his favorite podcast. Absolutely. Um, I know he only does celebrities, so... <laughs> it's no. probably time to branch out, Dr. Wu. Yeah, no, and I'm now as a celebrity. Um, <laughs> I will look for your email. A big idea, fame. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the cast got tattoos. We know that, like... Like, Maisie Williams got no one tattooed, and um, Sensa... Probably all by the same guy. He's oh. a fabulous artist, Dr. Wu. Sophie um, Turner got, like, the, the Stark Wolf or something like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, great. Located in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what I like is the idea that a lot of these people are 
fairly young and they're going to get older and be like, you know, this tattoo really doesn't mean anything. I've had other jobs since. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I won't. Okay. I'm going to say this real quick because we're in, kind of in the middle of everybody talking and you're going to talk for a while. I just touched Jeff when I said that. Not in a Joe Biden way. Um, uh, I haven't really watched much Game of Thrones at all. I've watched like five episodes total. Wow. I, I think it's cool. Uh, I will watch it at some point. It is not atop my list of things. And uh, although I really admire the fandom because it's like, wow, people actually are like into stuff that I would have been way more ravenously into when I was you know, younger, and also just if I had HBO, it would be easier. I can um, give you my password, man. Well, we'll, we'll talk after the show. Actually, just just say your password. <laughs> if you could, if you could enunciate, it's password one. If you could enunciate very clearly. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, but yeah, uh, <laughs> that's my match luggage. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. That was wonderful. I think it's wonderful. <laughs> so, We've had so many great <laughs> Mel Brooks references on this podcast that people wouldn't know. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry to cut you off. Lindsay, do you have anything else? I'm Shannon? Um, I also, like you, have not watched Game of Thrones. Hey! I started the first episode and I really liked it, so I stopped myself from watching it <clears> and went and read the books. Um, Which are excellent. So their books are really good. Here's a fun fact for anybody who gets confused. They have a glossary in the back of every book of who everybody is and how they're related to everyone. Oh, nice. Which you don't find out until you read the first book. And then you're like, oh, that would have been good the whole time. But then you catch on. Um, So, yeah, the books are really good. And I've heard they're nothing like the TV show. That's actually not true at all. I, I disagree. All right. Jeff disagrees. I'm, you can disagree with what I've heard. <laughs> I have heard it. I have So you've only watched the first episode and, and read the books. You haven't watched any of the rest of the show? Correct. Interesting. Um, so I had this really odd experience where I picked up the first... I knew the show was coming on HBO, and I picked up the first book in an airport, mm-hmm. um, which I never do. I usually have books, and I just grab. I was out of books with me. It was a weird thing. And so I grabbed the first book. And I had read far enough that I, when I watched the first episode, so I read the first book as I watched the first season and just kept just ahead. And so I did that with the second season, but then they started to bring some of the third season into the second season. So then I just read the rest of the books, um, which are excellent. And, and actually, the, the, they, I would say that they have done a very, a very good adaptation where they changed things, but the things they changed only made the story a little bit better. Um, in certain ways, um, but and like they they excised some characters and then had some characters just do other things to just try and because it's a huge. I mean, when when Martin decided to write it, he was like, "I want to write something" because he had just been writing for Beauty and the Beast for several years with Ron Perlman, and he was and he kept Everybody writing. Loved that show. And I actually remember watching it with my mother too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was every Friday night. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. My friend, my friend Linda Hamilton, Corey was on that show. So he was, he was, he was very frustrated when he left that show because they kept, you know, he would write scripts and they'd be like, "We can't afford this. This is what you're doing here." So he wanted to write a book that would never be able to be filmed because it's got so many characters and all these special effects. And boy, was he wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, because well, yeah. <laughs> they've now made probably one of the better television shows ever created because it's not really about the dragons or the, the magic. It's about people and, mm-hmm. and the heart of a person and deciding how they're going to play with power and, and what happens when they're TV. given powers. It's HBO. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> 
But, I mean, and there's nudity ah. and, and bloodshed, and it's gory, and <clears throat> especially there's certain episodes where people's head explodes. I mean, like, it's really gross. Mm-hmm. Um, Spoilers. I mean, um, and I'm, I'm so glad you told me you haven't seen it yet, because otherwise I would, there's this really great meme that went around for one of the scenes in the first episode, So, which was really funny. And since you've watched a lot of Mel Brooks, um, uh, it, would have been, it would have been really funny. So um, for everyone else who has seen it, it's the scene where where Cariel, where in Robin Hood Men in Tights, where Blinken is talking about all the people that Robin Hood has lost. Like, oh, he's dead. He's dead. My cat choked on, or, or my goldfish eaten by the cat. My cat, my cat choked on the goldfish. I mean, like, and and it really references a scene in the in the premiere. So when you see that, you'll be like, oh, that's what he's talking about. <laughs> um, so, um, but it, it it really is. It's 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 really also a unique thing in culture because it's going to be the end of a story. It's been, I mean, like, there really hasn't ever been a television show, I feel like, that has been one story leading up to a final moment that, that I mean, like, because most other television shows are how long can we stay on the air and we'll come up with ideas for more seasons. And that's not what they were ever trying to do with this. It was always going to be one story that's going to have a final moment. With the Marvel movies, it, it is coming to an end of a story, but also individual stories interspersed like the stories of the guardians of the galaxy oh, yeah. and so forth. so this is yeah. but this is short arcs and long arcs right together this has all been building to one final thing um and incidentally you probably know that there's going to be a big battle this season i imagine um yeah. and apparently that battle is going to air the same weekend that avengers comes out and which is really funny because it could be the the most deaths of popular characters in one weekend in, in modern pop culture history for, for for a long time because a lot of probably your favorite characters won't make it out of Endgame and, and obviously Game of Thrones is notorious for killing off people you really like. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it'll be... And I think the most... I really into that Joffrey guy. <laughs> <laughs> Although great. I actually yeah. feel like he wasn't... I mean, just the, the, the crisp blondness of the hair, you know? Well, that's actually a plot point. Um, um, the blonde hair is a plot point, so which you would, but um, like you know that because you've read the books, but everybody's now looking at their phones in the room because they're like, this is boring. But um, no, it's not that I was just adding the scores preemptively, so so, we could be ready. so I just think so he knows how many to give it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but how do we what, ensure that Jeff doesn't win? What I think no. is going to be really interesting is when when characters die. I don't think it's going to be the most devastating when the main characters die. I think it's going to be when like the 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 side characters die. Yeah, yeah, like like um like certain characters I I have a hint like this is not a spoiler for episode one at all because this does not happen. But I feel like when Podrick dies, like we're gonna like it's gonna be it's gonna hurt because Podrick is this really like lovable character who's this really just good person, mm-hmm. right? And then. If he dies, that'll be like, oh no, like like it's people like that. You in know the, what I mean? In the way that I think, and this is this is just because I I'm content to spoil things for myself. So I I know that Hodor dies and, and how he does, and I also like I watched a clip of it. And I read some things. I'm like, wow, that's really sad. Like, oh, that was, was one of the most amazing moments on the show. Just regardless, and I don't have any real deep connection. So I have a great story about that because that revelation of like that his whole life he had been talking about his death is sort of like this amazing moment, right? Um, and the the uh, the showrunners say that they there were three things that George told them when they were talking about that surprised them, hmm. and one of them 
Two of them have already aired. I can't remember what the other one is. And one of them was Well, the, the third one. one is that they were listening to Hold the Line by Toto, and they were like, change this a little bit. So, so no, this is this is, this is is coming up to Hold a really cool... Line. This is cool, Rob. You're dun, ruining dun, this dun. cool story. Okay, so so they, they were like... Some might say I'm adding flavor. So, so, the, so, so they were saying that, that that really surprised them, and, they, and so then the interviewer asked, well, what's the third one? And they said, oh. That's for the very end. Uh, and that's like such a great, like, oh, something is coming that we don't see coming. Mm-hmm. And because nobody really saw that Hodor thing coming at all. <laughs> yeah, and cool. it was so incredible when that happened. It's still so leading up to the final season, I have rewatched the entire show mm-hmm. over the past few weeks. Rewatched every all sixty seven hours. <laughs> and I'm really glad I did because there were things that I had forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. And like references from the first season that they even make in the premiere that you're like Oh, cool. Um, like, so that, that's been really, like, rewarding to have done. And, like, certain things that the characters say, and then watching the kids just grow up on screen is mm-hmm. like this. Like, in the first episode, Arya was this little girl, yeah. and she is not now um, in more ways than one. So it was a really cool thing. She's a little woman now? <laughs> she's a deadly woman. She's, like the, no, in the book, just... she's terrifying. And she's really scary. Um, Great job, Jeff. <laughs> So I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give you three points for that. I'm gonna give Jeremy one point, Lindsay two, and Shannon one and a half. And that concludes the game tonight. Are we all tied up? Jeff, you have won with twenty points. Yay! <laughs> Shannon has second with nineteen and a half, and Jeremy and Lindsay have tied with fourteen, which is still really great. <laughs> I mean, you guys passed a couple times, still very competitive. Uh, and and I, I would hope you'd come back. I'd like to do this again. Well, <laughs> we'll it'll, it won't all be nerd topics. Like we'll challenge other other boundaries this, like, of knowledge. This like day that I won the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it means nothing. Winning the game was inside you the whole time, Jeff. <laughs> so was the Iron Throne. <laughs> Just like the Iron Throne. So so Jeff, uh, do you have anything to plug? Um, no, all my theater things are are. are gone. I've had a bunch of plays produced recently, but I have nothing going on right now. Alright, well, hey, that's okay. Which is which is a little disappointing. Go to, go what, uh, Jeff Wolf plays? Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wolf. Wolf plays. Go to his website and just uh, look at look at what his website says. Yeah. A bunch of I, I need to stuff. update it. I haven't done it in a few weeks. Yeah. Um, but I have, I've had a good year already. I've had two short plays and a full length per- performed. So, which is pretty... That's it's awesome. It's been a good year. That's really so cool. So for the full length, I'll have to tell you this after the webcast. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Jeremy, do you have anything to plug? I actually don't. No? No. Nothing at all? No, I don't. Uh, I wasn't prepared for the plugging. All right, that's fine. <laughs> hey, it's, not, it's not obligatory. Uh, Lindsay, anything? Uh, no. Big Pharma all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> FDA. That's, no, I don't know. That's all I have. All right. <laughs> Shannon? Uh, go see... Star Wars, Avengers, watch Game of Thrones, and get some magic cards. And yeah, read the I mean, books, too. <laughs> the Game of Thrones books are really If you guys don't spend money on these things, they might not last. <laughs> no, it's, it's all well, well decided. Speak, speak, I, I'll retract what I said a second ago. Speaking of Big Pharma, get your fucking vaccinations. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Please. Science is real and it works. The earth is not flat. Vaccinations work. It mm-hmm. says that in the Bible, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the vaccinations pass through an eye of a needle. <laughs> Great. Uh, if if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. That's my yeah. On the seventh day he fucking rested, he was God. So just take a seat. Okay. Hey, great job. <laughs>
can we, can we do a religion uh, podcast at right. some point? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think we'll, we'll have to. <laughs> You'll have to invite that to me because I might be your only Shana, Jewish friend. Shannon was so cringy about what I No, I was just thinking, Lindsay and I, right before this, oh. figured out we have a friend in common oh. who might listen to this episode, and he's a priest. Oh, and we were we're making I actually the Bible. Think oh, I was cringing because I was just picturing oh, him sure. listening. Yeah, yeah, no. And what I, I read something different. <laughs> but priests are great people as long as they're not pedophiles. I mean, yeah. like. And, and what I'll say yeah, too is, uh, uh, though this episode's going to air a little bit after the event, like the Notre Dame Cathedral Sorry, burned yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, it's heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. I think all of our hearts are with Paris and and just with history at this point. And Although it sounds the pictures, like the, it sounds like they're going to be able to rebuild. Yeah, um, the pictures that came out today. Will. A lot of it, a lot of the the, the interior things. actually looks pretty okay. Yeah, it looks pretty okay for so. watching that thing fall yesterday. Was just like, oh my god. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. well, we'll talk about this afterward. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So if you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, you can give us five stars or even, you know, four or three. Ideally not two or one. Uh, those are the bad stars. But uh, rate and review us. Uh, tell people about it if you like it because word of mouth really helps with these things. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at uh, Vague Idea Podcast and A Vague Idea Pod, uh, respectively. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. This has been A Vague Idea. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. A Vague Idea is written and produced by me, Nate Regolia, with Shannon Page and John Peros. If you like this podcast and you like anime, you should check out my podcast with Sean Grolkowski called You Better Believe This. That's found at moleholeradio.com. If you like science fiction books, you should check out the press that Sean and I started. It's called Spaceboy Books, and you can find us at readspaceboy.com. 